As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Back here with us for another edition of Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Thanks so much for tuning into our podcast as we talk about investing finance and retirement with Charles over at Peloton Capital Management. What's up, my friend? How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you much. Uh, hopefully, uh, as people are listening to this, the coronavirus thing has perhaps dissipated a bit. Um, I, uh, <laughs> have you uh, have well, you met yeah. many Americans lately? <laughs> yeah, really. It's interesting, though, and in reading, and and again, we're re- you know, you guys are listening to this after we recorded it. Yeah, this is mid March when they're getting this. We're in early. Yeah, we're about a week ahead. Yeah. but yeah, yeah. Well, the all the, the up in Washington State, the all these deaths are occurring in Kirkland, Washington, and I, we used to live there, so. You know, I actually know where the place is they're talking about. You know, so. and what are the statistical odds? You're a math guy. So I'm, you know, we tape this, you're in Arizona, I'm in North Carolina, and we tape this through the power of the internet. And what are the statistical odds that it's actually in my county now uh, here in North Carolina because someone actually visited that nursing home and then oh, came seriously? back seriously? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's isn't it amazing oh. how, how epidemics work and how things work, you know, uh, that way. I mean, what are the odds that this person went out there to visit, uh, I oh, guess, yeah. a friend or a loved one or whatever, and then yeah. came back home and bada boom. Crazy. That's weird. Yeah. That's, that's very strange. Yeah, yeah. We used to live uh, a couple miles away from it. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. It was safe back then. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's safe now too, but I, you do, know, I do too. But. Uh, I think we just have, you know, we just have to, it's, we could get into, we could do hours on this, but yeah, no. the, the let's point, not, let's not. Yeah. Let's talk about some solid financial truths. Let's talk about some things that a lot of things in the financial landscape, Charles have, a lot of times you guys can do the, when we're talking about stuff, I'll give you something. You'll say, well, it depends, right? You know, cause there's so many little factors you really need. And we talk in generalities a lot. So a lot of times what comes out is this, it depends resolution or this scenario. And that can be frustrating when things are so fluid and they vary from person to person. So let's discuss some actual financial truths that we can state with some confidence and see what we can learn from some of these. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, I think the idea here too that you said is it depends is always my favorite answer because it's so true. It is true, especially. So you when, have to yeah. dig deeper to find out what else. Exactly. Give you some more information. Exactly. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of times on a on a program such as this, or even on a much bigger programs, radio shows, television shows, whatever. You know, you got to keep in mind that they're having to be really general, uh, generalized. And even if they're not, you got to kind of take it that way with a grain of salt, because just because the advice that they're spewing uh, might sound good, it might not be good for you because they don't know you. You know, there's so precisely. Yeah. So but these are some solid financial truths. I think you'll find these interesting. And the first one is TV can be a big enemy. <laughs> that's a duh. Yep. I mean, that's that's a capital D.U.H. Yeah, TV. It's fascinating. Do they have an agenda? Do they have an agenda you don't know about? Are they giving you all the information? Do they know you at all? Of course they don't. But the, to me, the question that I would ask is, does it make you happy when you watch it? Okay. Does it sa- is it satisfying? Do you go away more annoyed than you were when you started with it? Because it is, honest to gosh, it's infotainment. It's not, it's, if they don't have ratings and the only reason, then they're not going to be on. And if the only reason that, you know, they have ratings, unless it's an infomercial, but if it's Jim Cramer, oh my God, you write down all the stocks he talks about and try to figure out which one's the best idea. 
You right. can't do it. Right. But it's entertaining. Yeah. You know, is it awful advice? No. But is it germane to you? No. Probably not. Um, yeah. Probably not. Yeah. So it's if it's something that you, I mean, we've had people say all the time, I watch this and uh, you know, it makes me crazy. I say, well, what do you watch it for? <laughs> it's, like mean, the honestly, old, it's like the old doctor it, joke, right? You know, my yeah, arm hurts yeah. when I do this. Well, then don't do it. Yeah. 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 I think, I think three stooges, it hurts when I do that. Then don't do that. <laughs> right. It's, but it's, it's there. It's everywhere. It's on 24 seven all the time. I mean, I'm not telling you folks anything you don't already know, but you've got to have, I also, uh, we, we no, I know a guy that has, this has been the premise of his whole practice. And that is, when someone's telling you something, you don't know what their real purpose in telling you that is. Uh-huh. And this was centered around the idea of, I think this is a great stock to buy. And his question always was, so do you have it already? And now you've made your money and you want to dump it back on me because you don't like it anymore. And I thought, well, I never thought about it that way. Hmm, yeah. But, so you you don't know what's what their agenda happens to be. And they're just going to... They're never going to give you anything that's ever going to get them in trouble, but they're not going to give you anything that's more than likely going to be helpful. Gotcha. It's just, right. I don't care what the topic is. Right, so. right. And hopefully that we're, we're being smarter about that, but it's the same way advertising works, right? I mean, the reason that you see 8 million cell phone company commercials a day is because the more they inundate you with you, the more chances are that you're you're going to walk in. Oh, I need to get a cell phone, and you're going to go to whatever store you saw last yeah. on a commercial, right? And so yeah. that's the idea behind you know what the TV can be our big enemy sometimes when we're talking about some of these solid financial truths. Is you know if you're getting inundated with the same message over and over again, there's a chance that you might roll with that message. So just keep that in mind. And another another good solid one, uh, and, and I'm going to go on on a, on a total limb here, Charles. You think you're going to appreciate this? I'm going to be bold. And say say something about the market, and it's that's you know it's just absolutely crazy, and that's that it moves in cycles, and it will constantly do something. <laughs> it's gonna do one of three things every day: go up, go down, or go sideways. Yeah, there's nothing else. There's nothing else. I've always felt that it's it's alive. It breathes in, it inhales, and it exhales, and it goes up and it goes down. And what you have to look at is what's the bigger trend. You know, you can't be chasing stuff. You have to have some kind of an investment plan that makes some sense because you never know today what's going to happen tomorrow. None of us can predict the future, but you can look at things and say, okay, it seems to be heading in this direction. It seems to be making sense that we're going this way. Uh, can we find things in there that, that make even more sense than others? Is there always somebody that's going to be doing relatively better than somebody else? And that's what you kind of want to try to own. But you also have to realize that there are times when you don't want to be in the market. It's been a long time since we've been in that case because there's a big giant difference between, you know, a collapse and just a pullback. Right. Um, right, right. And, you know, or a correction. And there's different terms, but they have statistical numbers that go along with them. And the fact that, you know, it always happens quicker on the way down than it does on the way up. That's just discomforting to people. And I totally understand that, but it's cyclical. It's very cyclical. You can't buy fresh local fruit at the grocery store 12 months a year. It's just not there. That stuff is cyclical too. It's human nature. It's just the way it works. So don't freak out about it, but have some sense of perspective about it and, you know, know it's going to go up and it's going to go down. And if you're in it, if you're doing it the right way that you're going to be able to take advantage of the good stuff and sort of try to get out of the way of the bad stuff as much as you possibly can. But you have to know it's going to go do both. Right. It's going to go up. It's going to go up. It's going to go down or it's going to go sideways. Well, that's the name of the game, right? I mean, the name of the game is to try to be as advantageous as possible. Uh, but you, you know, 
with risk comes with reward. Like all those things are, we we know all those things. And with age comes the inability to want to deal with risk as much. So, I mean, that's all these basic true factors that we're talking about on, on this week's topic. And of course that's the, some solid financial truths. And, you know, and I guess if you're thinking about these, that brings me to my last one. And that's that people, whether it's weight loss or (laughs) hair growth or whatever, you know, um, or money in the bank, there is no magic bullet. There's no pristine thing that's going to be all end all. I wish there was. I do too. I but tell you what. Then everybody would know it and they wouldn't be one anymore anyway. I so know. there is nothing. There is no singular best idea. There is, it, it, everything changes all the time. But what you have to do is you have to have a plan. And that's, you know, I mean, we talk about it all the time, but if you don't have a plan, I'm going to take a vacation. Where are you going to go? Well, I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out. Well, if you figure it out, then you're going to find a flight plan. Are you going to make a hotel? Are you going to plan to go on vacation? Because right. I remember, honest to gosh, when I got into the business a long time ago, the statistic, I mean, people always said people spend more time planning their annual vacation than they do their financial future. And I don't think that's changed. Oh, um, no, definitely not. Yeah. You know, I, I would and agree. it's just like. Yeah. And there, and there's just, there is no one right way to do it. Everybody's different. It has to be, there's universal truths that you want to follow because they just make sense, but there isn't any one particular one and only silver bullet magical idea that's always going to work. Right. None of them do. Well, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody, Charles, and I'll bring it back to what's been topically happening here lately with the markets and stuff, but they were talking about, you know, you know, being panicked about losing, you know, 12% when, you know, the market fell 12% or whatever. And I said, well, you know, were you talking with your advisor? And we, we, we wound up talking later on. They said, well, I found out that some of the things that I was invested in actually were up a little bit and some of the other things were down. So, you know, I didn't quite actually lose 12%. It's like, well, it's the same thing as last year in 2019 when, you know, it's like somebody goes, well, the market finished overall for 2019 up 30%, but I didn't see that. Why didn't I see that? Well, because, probably because you were diversified in a way to, you know, kind of protect you in case there was ups, you know, or downs in this situation. Uh, and that's kind of the whole point, right? Well, that's right. And that, that's the definition of diversification. Exactly. Things are going to do different things at different times when an event occurs or it's correlation. If A happens, how do the investments B and C react? And if they're different, then that means, you know, that that's diversification. It's not, it's not rocket science, but it is scientific enough that you need to have the old eggs in one basket idea. Right. You just, you need to have different kinds of stuff that does different things for different reasons at different times. And in the long run, you come out way ahead. Right. And that's what, and the whole point is that is to design against protecting against things like the last week or so that we've seen, you know, so that's the reason you do it. If you want to go full tilt crazy and throw everything into the highest risk stuff you can get to try to gain 30%, go for it. But you you know, if, if it's your retirement nest egg, man, maybe you want to think about that a little bit. Yeah, I got an investment that will go up three times the market and down three times the market. So if you want it, great. <laughs> right. uh, we we only had one client last week call and say, sell everything. And I said, I don't think it's a good idea. And she said, I want to anyway. And I said, okay, so here's the other question. Here's mm-hmm. the other side of the question. You're telling me to get out, right? which it's your money. I will do that. Sure. So tell me when we get back in. Yeah. Then I just got a, it was just empty on the other end. No comment. You know, you have to know you have if you know it's time to get out, then you also need to know when it's time to get back in, because otherwise it's 
silly. Well, we had that one day with 1,300 points straight up, so you could be kicking yourself going, man, I didn't get back in today, yep. but then it turned back down, and so then you think you're smart again, and then it starts to pick. Yeah, I mean, it's a never and I don't know about you, but I've been married a long time, and my wife will tell you that I've never, she, she says that I've never right once, let alone twice at the same time. <laughs> so to get out and get back in, you got to be right I, twice. I don't know. Yeah, so that's right, and I don't know her, but she sounds very wise. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll tell her. (laughs) Well, and I think that's a great point. So, I mean, these are some financial truths, folks, that, you know, that really you can do the, it depends on the nitty gritty on the, should I be in this vehicle or that vehicle or whatever the case is. But overall, that's some good, solid financial truths there. And that was this week's topic. And it's just, uh, you know, take a step back sometimes and realize that uh, uh, there is no magic bullet. And that, you know, everything you see on television is not designed, you know, to be your pal. And I think we all know that. But when we get our nerves or we get flustered or we our emotions raise up, sometimes that's when we slip. And that's when we start to make mistakes. So uh, that's just, when you should call your advisor. That's for when you, exactly. Because that's they're a sounding board. Right. Uh, when you're emotional, their job is to not be right. Mine so, is all yeah. The thing, the, the the stuff that we do and the way we look at it is all driven by logic and math. Yep. There you go. And then as the, as the consumer, we can be the ones that get nervous. Uh, but yeah, there you go. All right. Well then, uh, let's finish off this week's show with an email question from Tim in Phoenix and see what he's got for you. He says, Charles, I've had the same financial advisor for 20 years, but it appears he is phasing out of the business and going to pass on things to the younger advisor at his firm. Uh, should we stick with them or is it time to find someone new? I haven't interacted much with the new advisor, but I do feel frustrated already by how long it takes just to get responses back to our email questions. Tim, I'm I'm thinking you already answered your question, mm, but true. I, I might be reading more into it. I, if you're not happy with the way he's responding, then have you told him that? And to see then does does he change his interaction with you? Because if that's what's frustrating, then and if that if you have told him and it continues, then again I think you've already you know you know the answer. And that is you need to find somebody that that you fit with, that you're comfortable with, that you like and that you connect with. Because if that's not the case, then, you know, if you're not having fun with them and I know that they've got a job to do for you, uh, but if you're not having fun with them and you connect with them and you just like them as a person, eh, there's a whole, there's <laughs> somebody else out there. I mean, it's hard to go interview a bunch of people and try to figure it out, but we, we try to spend a lot of time in the you know in the early goings, especially in even the first conversation that we have with somebody, just trying to find out: Do you think we might be able to help you? Do we think we might be able to help you? Do you want to work with us potentially? Do we want to work with you? Because if the answer to if any of those come out like in a negative point of view, it's like let's not bother. Because if we're not a good fit for you and you're not a good fit for us, then let's let's not go down this path and be disappointed later on. Just find out, think about it in the beginning, and and yeah. ask the question. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, if you tell him what you want and if he can't do it, then find somebody that can. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, if you're already feeling frustrated, that's never a good way to start. So either address it earlier on, don't let it fester, you know, that's for sure. And, you know, get a second opinion, go out and just start doing a little bit of shopping while you're trying to find out if that situation or or relationship is salvageable. Uh, And if it is great, and if you feel good about it, then okay. But in the meantime, you're not kind of, you know, holding up the horses, so to speak, going out and, and and get some second opinions. And you can reach out to Charles, come in and talk with him if you'd like to at uh, 480-513-1830. That's 480-513-1830. 
of course, you can always go to PelotonCapital.com. That is P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N Capital.com, PelotonCapital.com. You can subscribe to the podcast, check us out there, uh, as well as research the team and lots of good, cool things on there. Charles has been doing this for a long time, helping families all throughout the area. So reach out to him. He's a great resource for you. He's been featured in Forbes, Kiplinger, Yahoo Finance, and more. So give him a jingle if you'd like, or share this with someone who might benefit from it. Subscribe to the show. We certainly would appreciate it. 480-513-1830. And Charles, my friend, have yourself a great week. I'm going to talk to you soon. Hopefully, both of us will get to feeling a little bit better. And yeah. uh you know, and not get uh, not get looked at it, like we have three heads or something. It, it could be worse, but it's going to get better. That's right. It always does. Uh, yep. All right, folks. Well, you have yourself a great day. Charles, thanks, buddy. We'll see you next time here on Financial Choices Matter, where we talk about investing, finance, and retirement with the one and only Charles Scott of Peloton Capital Management. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.